Hey everybody, welcome to Joyce Eclectic, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the interesting in all sorts of music. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, theme song! Alright, back from, back from the right, theme back song. The back, Dak, I'm back! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm back from the theme song, Dak! <laughs> Uh, wild Wild West. I can tell you're doing a Back to the Future thing, and I just like have nothing to insert into it, other than in college there was, somebody made a video at some point that required somebody to do a doc voice and they had me do it and i was like sure i'll give it a shot i did not do a good job like i listened back to it and i was like no it just sounds like me doing an older guy voice just like an old like a, a general old man yeah pretty yeah, much no one knows how to do a doc Marty, voice. we gotta go i don't know uh, i guess that's kind of close yeah hey guys it's me chad <laughs> it's my beanie <laughs> it's my beanie. Uh, yeah, Chad's not here because, um, uh, as most of you know, or several of you know, uh, he's going to be having a baby soon. So there's probably mm-hmm. going to be a number of times. Well, he's not having it. That's accurate. <laughs> it's not coming out of him as a human, but rather his wife as a human. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Let's keep it PG here, shall we? Yeah. Um, Storks and stuff. Sorry, mm-hmm. storks. Yes, it's all stork storks. Delivering it. Um, but yeah, so Chad's probably going to be a little bit intermittent, whether he's replaced by somebody else or we just record a different day or whatever. Like whatever he needs to do. Not replaced as in permanent. No, no, no. Just like always be here. Yeah, we'll have uh, either guest people or it'll just be me and Matt on yeah. the weeks that we can't get guests, which mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. So for tonight, it's just Parker and Matt. But if you want to pretend that there's somebody else here be our guest uh we'll try and leave some some open space in there and then you can use your uh, your imagination and and fill in the blanks with yeah. uh, whoever that their person yeah what do you been. what do you think about that right totally mm-hmm. yeah exactly thank mm-hmm. oh man yeah. so true wow mm-hmm. what a good point yeah. um i'm this, forever this changed might be now. great <laughs> This episode might be great because when we leave all that space, uh, we won't interrupt each other as much, which will be really nice. Doubtful. You know, you might you might call it dead air, but I call it letting our listener. I thought you were just going to leave it dead air. You might call it dead air, but I call it. And then just silence. That would have been that would have been way better. All that right, would so have been. Tonight hey, we're gonna do something a little bit different, right? Uh, it's becoming so less different. different now that we've yeah. done more of them. But it, that's the whole point of it too, is that we mm-hmm. that it's a series anyway. So mm-hmm. this is, I think, episode three. Yeah, yeah. episode three one. of One Hit. No, no wonder. wonder, boys. We're really cool. Wonder Boys. And uh, so the concept of that, again, uh, if you haven't listened to either either of the other two episodes, is we made a bracket of bands that are one-hit wonders, or mm-hmm. artists, rather. Some of them maybe are just um, individuals, but that are one-hit wonders, and we're bracketing it off to see which one is kind of the most apparent that they should have been no, uh, one-hit wonders, as yeah. they were. So pretty much keeping the like best one or the worst bands mm-hmm. win yes so yeah we're, we're looking for the worst song here essentially <laughs> yeah which is a bad way of putting it because i don't know i don't yeah. want to i don't want to spread a bunch of negativity no it's yeah but yeah so a bunch of one hit wonders and then we we take their second most popular or their next most popular song that didn't do nearly as well as their one hit mm-hmm. uh and we and we talk about it and we and we pit two against each other and whichever one we find to be the worst of the two songs we'll move on to the next round Mm -hmm. uh we've only done two of these so i feel like i should remember exactly what we picked the first two ones but i have got the list so try to remember what are what's anything that you remember from the other we talked about um oh my goodness uh uh not run dmc no uh who's the other guy that uh who you're close sang a song about the ladies and like (laughs) about the ladies don't be a square like get up on there what uh (laughs) what did he hmm Wow, I don't remember what his job. name was. Mr. Ye- is Young he, MC. Young MC. There I was going to call him Mr. Young. <laughs> Mr. Young. <laughs> I had a teacher Young named MC. Mr. Young. Does that count? Was he a one-hit wonder? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You should ask him. Yep. Mr. Young, if you're out there, send us those tunes, uh, man. If you don't know who you are, you taught me social studies in, what, seventh grade? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That's not a... That's social studies. Like that's not a real thing. I feel like I don't know. It's just a term. Like language arts and social studies don't feel like real. They feel like fake subject matters. Language is an art. 
the first time Actually, I went no and took language, language art, honestly, I, so yeah, again, lived in France for a lot of my childhood and then moved to Virginia when I was in sixth grade. And the first day that I went to my language arts class, I walked up to the teacher after class and I said, so like, what languages are we going to be learning? She was like, <laughs> that's not how that works. That's not what that means. So I was they like, should, oh, they should switch it to one, one language art. English art. English art. <laughs> well, oh, man. then it would be like. The Renaissance and stuff True. like that. But yeah, last week or last time, no, last week, last, um, week, so last yeah, time we last had Young time, MC versus. Do you remember the other one? Uh, yeah, it was Vanilla Ice. It was Vanilla Ice, mm -hmm. and we definitely picked Vanilla Ice as the worst song. Because yeah, I just he remember is deserving of his one-hit status. Yeah, the I love you. That's what that song was, was called, uh, right? I love you. It, yeah, it's just called it's I, just love, just you. Called I was, love you. That was it. Was bad. Yeah. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was from what I remember. It was like just like really slow hip hop, mm -hmm. like. Uh, not even hip hop, just kind of dun and a beat, and this is what I say, and I love you. That, yep, yeah, exactly. That's all I remember from that. <sighs> yeah. And so then, that was episode two. That was episode, and then episode two, one. And then episode one, boy, howdy. Oh, it was the bung, mm, yep. the bung, the bungles, the buggles, buggles, so the buggles. Not yeah, because the bugles is what I That's, thought it was. It was yeah. the buggles mm -hmm. who did that one song, which is called "Video Killed the Radio Star." Video Killed the Radio Star, mm -hmm. and they were going up against um, Aha, Aha, who sang, Aha, who saying "Take on Me"? Yes, and we talked about their next most, uh, and mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you at all what what those songs were. Uh, oh, I almost remember. I, <laughs> What's funny is anybody who like just listened to these episodes, if they're mm -hmm. catching up or whatever, is like yelling at us right now. Yeah. But um, it's been a long time in my memory. Yeah, back. this is it's just the two of us. So like, it's just fun to try to mm. reminisce about something yeah. that just happened not too long. Um, Aha! I think they're. It always it's it always the sun always shines on TV. The sun always shines on TV. I think that's it. And then yeah. the buggles, man, I don't remember, but it wasn't good. Mm -hmm. No, it was not a good song. <laughs> uh, the plastic age. Okay, the plastic yeah. age. It was pretty cheesy. I can. We're so. gonna have to listen to these again when we finally get this so, bracket the way yeah. that we want it. Well, so and they they uh, move they move on as the again mm -hmm. deserving. So aha their claim to victory is getting yeah, to that's leave right, the bracket. We we basically came to the conclusion that aha is a pretty good band. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> With like more than just that one good yep. song. Uh, and they stay, honestly, they're really only just a one-hit wonder in the States. And that's pretty much what we're going off is the U.S. Yeah. top 40 charts. If they didn't have a song enter the top 40 charts in the U.S. again, that's sort of the criteria. Mm. Although there, I think there's even kind of some outliers. So it's more like the artists that seem one-hit wonder-ish. Yeah, I mean, um, like all those, all those bands that you're like, yeah, I maybe they got more than one song, mm -hmm. but I don't know what it is. But the other really ones don't, don't really, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So at least culturally seem like one hits, mm -hmm. uh, one hit winners. But yeah, this week, what? Uh, go ahead and start us off with yours. Yeah. So this week we have two brand new ones. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we'll say who we're talking about. We're gonna bring up Right Said Fred. Right Said Fred, known for their very very famous song "I'm Too Sexy." <laughs> T O O. I'm also sexy. I am the numeral two sexy. <laughs> I am number two sexy. Uh, Pencil sexy. T O O, as in. You know, yeah, just too. It's sexy not the beginning. Alternatively, of uh, oh man, what are those called? Um, were they just analogies in uh, mm. like in on the SATs? Like I am too sexy as you are too. <laughs> Was that doofus? Yeah. Oh man, what were those called? They they were analogies. Yeah, but like does I that, feel like what it had they a... call them on the test. I don't know. But we're gonna talk about right said Fred, and then we're gonna also talk about the Bahamin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who sang everybody's favorite song mm. who let the dogs out yep everybody's which, favorite uh, we'll which, get to it when we get to it but yeah let's go ahead and start with right said fred i'm curious i don't yeah, know really anything about it that's that so, was yours to look up so yeah that it. was my homework assignment was to do some research on the the duo the pop duo known as right said fred uh so there's number one for you um that that was a surprise to me. I always thought Right Said Fred was a fella because yeah, I I've so seen too. that music video. And because Fred, that's and one name. His name's Fred, <laughs> uh, which is w weird. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I've been bamboozled too many times to, you know, still believe like, oh, the band is one guy's mm -hmm. name, so it might as well just be one person. It's not. Yep. So uh, Right Said Fred is an English band. And they're from London, and it's formed by two brothers who later had a third member come on to play guitar. Hmm. So the one brother just sang, and the other brother played guitar. And mm -hmm. I'm assuming sang. Um, but here's where I'm confused. 
in all of the songs that I've heard by them, which as of recent have been four, uh, there's no guitar present. <laughs> so, uh, which yeah. kind of leads me to wonder what was what was the other fellow's uh, job in the band? Why did they they recruited a second guitar player so they could have two guitarists? Unless maybe they were doing some really weird like electronic stuff yeah, with their guitars and made them sound like keyboards. I don't know. Uh, so, so it's it's basically uh, um, Fred and Richard Fair Fairbrass are their names. Fred and Richard. So. We, Fred, yep. yeah, fr- we got Fred. We got one. Uh, I don't know if there was an argument in the in the duo, and maybe they were like Richard said Fred. <laughs> that was what and I was then, about to say. And Fred one day was like, "Nah." I don't Did want you, you know that one shortening of Richard is, is right. the word right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I like that. I like that. All right, let's do I, it." Better than Dick said Fred. I guess. <laughs> So, so it's Fred and Richard Fairbase, and they formed the group in 1989. And then guitarist Rob Manzoli, yeah, I said that right. Manzoli joined the duo in 1990, and they, yeah, they they went multi platinum. They were a, a big deal in, over in the UK uh, with a couple songs. Basically, they were they were a dance pop band, which was gigantic, and like in the in the club scene, like mm-hmm. the the whole 80s pop thing was kind of evolving into this early techno sort of deal uh, and and right said fred was like right at the apex of that with just you know they were a group who's like let's capitalize on this whole thing <laughs> and uh i i listened to obviously we've all heard i'm too sexy uh we'll play a little bit of that in a second uh but i listened to a couple of other songs and it's it's really really funny to to listen to other songs in comparison to i'm too sexy because what i realized is that that did not need to be the one hit. Hmm. Any of those songs would have been fine and yep. we would have remembered them exactly the same because, boy, they are the exact same <laughs> songs. So they they wrote I'm Too Sexy in 1991 and it was on their album called Up, which released uh, in the UK at number one on the Billboard charts. And then in Australia, it was number 39 on the Billboard charts. So. Mm. Kind of yep. like right at the end of that top 40 stream there. But you said in the U.S. it was what number? In the U- well, in the U.S. Oh. it was number 46. Oh, okay. That was oh. the peak chart position. So it didn't even clear the top 40 in the U.S. So what we were saying before, yep. <laughs> U.S. Mm-hmm. Billboard charts. This one didn't even, yeah, <laughs> didn't even quite count there. But it was number one in the U.K., which, uh, there you go. Um, and then their next album, which would go on to come out like two years later, uh, only charted in the U.K., and that was at 35. So, uh, people were kind of, uh, they found Fred pretty sexy and then they didn't, <laughs> but ironically enough, their second album was called sex and travel. <laughs> so those two things, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to have two things to be known by, I suppose those can be, but here's, here's two the best, things. here's the best thing. Yep. Their third album, travel their, and their, sex, their <laughs> Their junior effort, yep, is just called smashing. <laughs> With an it's exclamation point. It's just them playing point. Super Smash Brothers. It's just, it's just them and Nigel and Tufnell. Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> smashing. Um, who was voiced by Tim Curry? Did you? Did that blow your mind? Or did oh, that blow your mind? I mean, just yeah, yeah. Just now that blew my mind. Yeah. So yeah, did not know that. I, I, that's never a thing that I knew. I watched that show growing up. Like, yep. Yeah, Tim Curry. That's yeah. him. Uh, that uh, that didn't chart at all. Um, yeah. And then they put out an album called Fredhead, just because it's, I mean, why not? And oh, then at some point, they just kind of, I guess they gave up on the album titles, and they just put out one called For Sale. Like, and, nice. then, and then the next one was I'm a Celebrity, and then their most recent album. What out, year was this? Uh, that, I'm a Celebrity came out in 2008. Okay. And then their most recent album was in 2011. Didn't chart. Nothing else charted. Yeah. Uh, and that was called Stop the World. Mm. So uh, they're they're a thought provoking group, right? Said Fred. <laughs> uh, the kind that make you think. But anyways, their their obviously biggest success was Up, and that's because I'm Too Sexy was yep. on that. So let's listen to a little bit of I'm Too Sexy, just in case you have absolutely no idea what we're talking about. Welcome to Earth. Enjoy it. Enjoy the sunshine. Here's I'm Too Sexy. I'm too sexy for my love, too sexy for my love, love's going to leave. Man, it just starts right in there. Uh-huh. I love the... Man. And it's... The... 
Oh, there's the that chords guitar. are a lot more peppy than I would have. Sorry, I'm just listening. I guess I haven't really ever like listened to the song, but I didn't expect it to be in such a major key. Hmm. Okay. I, I see what you're talking about because all we really know is the vocal yep. pattern. Like that's the part. It's, so you you don't ever really think about the music. Wow, it's very major key. <laughs> oh yeah, super major key. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if, if there was any ever anything to say on this song. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It was. It was catchy. It's still catchy. It's a very catchy song. Yeah. Just like most one-hit wonders tend to be. Um, I don't know how surface level it is. Uh, it was produced. The song was written by the by the group, but it was produced by uh, Tommy D. Dope. Uh, as well it should have been. Yeah. So uh, Tommy D probably had a lot to say about it. If you don't know who Tommy D is. Neither do I. <laughs> what about you, Chad? <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. Right? Oh no, your beanie's okay. Uh. <laughs> Chad, I love your beanie. I, I'm giving it a lot of a lot of crap on this show, but yeah, no, I do really, love it. It's a uh, it's a deep love. It's, it's honestly, tough. yeah. I think I wonder. Again, I feel like so much of this is speculation when we talk about these things because, mm-hmm. like, we weren't there. I mean, I, I was there in 1991. Actually, when in 1991 did this come out? Wait, this, oh boy, this came out in July of 1991. Yep, wasn't born yet. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I was born October 91. Um, <laughs> but blah, blah, blah. I feel like just honestly, its its biggest selling point is the fact that it's using the word sexy in a mainstream mm-hmm. song. Maybe that's sure. something that's... Uh, I can imagine, yeah, back then, that being something that was pretty taboo. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. And then I also think of like all the artists in the 70s and the 80s who mm-hmm. were who were cross. I mean, I think of somebody like Prince, right. who was way more explicit than that. Yes, right, for uh, sure. Or like even some of Michael Jackson stuff or, or whatever. But I don't know. I think... Uh, I, I don't know what to think. It's it's Euro pop, like and it's, it's very casual music too. Yeah. And so, like for it to be, I feel like it in in that sense maybe. And I could be totally off mm. base on this, but it just see it feels like that fills a, a gap that doesn't necessarily exist. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, yeah, Michael Jackson. I mean, it's also you know very poppy and stuff, but mm. it's more like music like music music as opposed to i wouldn't say this This is like dance music you know for sure yeah but i also wonder how much of the song you know how much of it was was intended to be more or less satire right uh maybe not satire but just kind of like a a jokey sort of Mm -hmm. song um i can tell you this that all throughout the 90s this song got so much like love and yes. respect in every way that it could have gone. Everything covered it. Like all every advertisement you saw had some sort of like version of this song that was trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know this song, so here's this. Like I think Pepsi did commercials and like all this place. But it's silly too. It's like that's silly. That's the thing yeah. is like it's it's a safe way. I mean it's in Shrek. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember <laughs> specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where it might have been in like the uh, at the end, like during the credit scene or whatever, uh, or maybe it's in Shrek too. Was it the I don't Shrek, know the Shrek Swamp sing along or whatever that I was. Honestly, don't know. All I remember is at some point um, they were doing, man, it, like there was a wolf singing "I'm Hungry Like a Wolf," mm-hmm. and the yeah. gingerbread yeah, it was man the was dance off, okay, or the it, sing off or whatever it was. So, but at some point somebody sings "I'm Too Sexy" mm-hmm. and like it's in a kids movie, so like you yeah. know. It's it's all right to, but it kind of embodies something still mm-hmm. like you know being sexy and swagger and that kind yeah. of thing that most things because of how silly this is like can't really uh, broach certain you know PG mm-hmm. genres or just like as mainstream 
without being a little taboo or something like that. Yeah. Whereas this is like, it's safe. <laughs> like, it's yeah, fine. It's a safe sort of taboo thing. Uh-huh. Like, no, like most parents are probably not going to catch their kids listening to this. Most kids are probably not, not going to listen to this because <laughs> right. it's, it has nothing to give kids. <laughs> um, yeah. Any, any teenagers that were like into the emerging grunge scene at the time yeah. are not listening to right said Fred. Like <laughs> there's a very specific audience uh-huh. for this song and nobody's listening to right said Fred and is like, these are my Beatles. Like that's not at all what this yeah. kind of band was, but um, a couple, a couple interesting things about the song. So in the 1990s, the song was featured in a television advert for uh, the sweets Frutella. Yeah. Frutella. Okay. Yep. With remarked lyrics about the chews being too fruity and They're, too juicy. Uh, Frutella is kind of the European equivalent of starburst, mm-hmm. but um, like that, which is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So uh, a bunch of bands in the nineties, probably uh, it was like, I'm too this. fruity for my something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so or I'm too juicy or whatever. Oh, right. Uh, of course. Going back to the kids thing, Alvin and the chipmunks recorded a cover version <laughs> of the album club chipmunk, the dance mixes. Which boy, I need to get my hands on that record. Yeah, you do. I know I'm missing some. Let stuff me there. let me put it to you this way. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of kids, the song was uh, re-recorded as the song "I'm Too Smurfy" no! for World Smurfs Day and for the soundtrack to the film <laughs> The Smurfs Two. So no. there you go. If you didn't know, they made a Smurfs Two film. Yeah. I you know I yeah. thought we were okay with the first one, but. I guess not. So uh, you got that. Uh, oh, and R- Richard Fairbrass, who's the singer, was also mm-hmm. he recorded also it. known as Wright, also known as Wright, <laughs> <laughs> Richard, Richard Wright. Yeah, uh, for all you Pink Floyd's fans no, out there, I didn't. Um, know. So, anyways, so the group was a trio, and they they had that one hit, and it was Jimongus hit. Uh, but we don't want to talk about that, even though we did. We're going to talk about <laughs> their their next most popular song and again this is we for all these we picked just the sequential next single that came out just to make Mm -hmm. it fair for everybody yeah so Um, so this song was just the next one to come out it was kind of yeah just the the next one i maybe we went with spotify analytics in a way or something i think uh i went with just the singles listed on wikipedia in the list of singles so like whatever came right under it Mm -hmm. so this was on the same album uh, yeah, this was the other single from from that album. Uh, but keep in mind, I said it earlier, <laughs> and, and especially keep in mind that little um, that little electronic drum going up. That little bit there uh, from "I'm Too Sexy" and literally just the entire beat uh, as you listen to this song. So, I, <laughs> first I'll tell you the song is called "Don't Talk, Just Kiss." Yeah, and. It's on the same album as I'm Too Sexy. So it's like there's a slow progression of this album, and we all know where it's going. It's like, I'm too sexy. Don't talk. Just kiss. Like, that's that kind of sends the wrong... Maybe it's a concept wrong... album. Maybe it's like really deep. Maybe it's a and... really deep, really misogynist concept album. <laughs> hey, don't talk. Just look. Look at me, because I'm too sexy yep. for you. And don't talk. Just kiss. So kind of following that natural progression there. So let's listen to a little bit of uh, Don't Talk, Just Kiss. I, I keep wanting to say <laughs> Just Talk, Don't Kiss, <laughs> which would be way better. I mean, that's right now, that's accurate. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much sure. every podcast. That's pretty much. <laughs> so there you most go. Most podcasts are not, are not kissing. They're just talking. Again, ASMR. Mm, yeah. Be on the lookout for that episode. <laughs> uh, mm, joyous indeed. Okay. <laughs> All right, don't talk, just kiss. Kiss. <laughs> kiss. Kiss. Oh. Check it out now, y'all. Come on, come on. That's me, by the way. That's not part of the song. It's just Parker. So <laughs> 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 There's more vocals here. There's yeah. more like melodic vocals going on. Oh yeah, the drum things for sure. Oh my. Mm. Mothers. 
Hide your children. Children. Hide your mothers. So, <laughs> hide your mothers. So, yeah, if you were paying attention to the lyrics there, they, 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 they maybe got a little more taboo than what we heard in I'm Too Sexy. Yeah? Not so much more taboo, but... Song-wise, you know, it's more of a song than the other one it's is. more of a song than the other so one that's, is. So that's, that's already a more point layered. in its favor, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so you clearly get some, some shining acoustic guitar coming through <laughs> there, uh, which I sort of forgot about. But, yeah, like, so when I said earlier that there's no guitar in any other music... Yeah. It's just very... Like it's not prominent. It's for not sure. prominent yep. at all. So because I mean these guys were like a dance club techno. Yeah, it's possible like, too when they played stuff live because there's some bands like that. I feel like that when they play things live, mm-hmm. it ends up being pretty different mix and like yeah. just entirely different thing. But I mean, I mean maybe seeing not. these guys live, maybe that was like a revelation. I just I only hope that when they played live, they had like an actual catwalk set up on the stage, <laughs> and Mr. Fred just like had ladies come out and rip his shirt off as he walked down because that's what the music video is yeah. for i'm too sexy by the way but like <laughs> go watch that music video if you've never seen it it's pretty wonderful <laughs> but i feel like i like if if i paid money to go see these guys mm-hmm. and i didn't get that i'd be quite upset <laughs> but anyways yep. so a little bit about don't talk just kiss don't don't kiss just talk uh so the song <laughs> features uncredited duet vocals by r&b and dance singer jocelyn brown so it's very interesting because this is not the first example of this happening. Um, a lot of, uh, for some reason, in the 80s and 90s, a lot of like songs that featured R&B female vocals, the the singer was not credited. Um, so another example was uh, "It's Rain and Men." Yeah. Uh, now, now the the group who did it, it's who wrote that song, yeah, the group who wrote that song, I can't talk couldn't tell you what their name is mm-hmm. right now but they they got credit for writing it but uh the music video and ever all the publicity mm-hmm. they replaced the two women who actually wrote the song because they were a little too big and heavy set oh, for the th- wow. they replaced them with very attractive much younger fit women and gave them the credit for it wow and said no these are the women that you want these are the ones that were the song that episode of friends when phoebe has the music video for smelly cat Uh and uh they replace her voice completely with somebody Mm -hmm. else's and she's like oh my goodness i sound amazing (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Uh, so this this happened quite a lot um the rolling stones are known for not giving credit to a lot Mm -hmm. of the backup singers who who sang for them on their records even one of my favorite bands, Pink Floyd, uh-huh. uh, did not give credit to some of the, the the background singers from Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, you will not find their names on the liner notes anywhere, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, now, they, they pay these people and everything. Well, I don't know if Wright said Fred paid Jocelyn Brown, I imagine, because she's very prominent in this song. Mm-hmm. She's like the, the harmony voice yep, that's going sure. on there. But she didn't get credit for it, um, which is interesting, even though she's very, it says, although she appears clearly in the music video. So this hmm. song did not chart nearly as well. Uh, it reached 18 in Australia, which actually means it did better in Australia than I'm right. Too Sexy did, <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, on the billboards, it reached number 76. Yeah, uh, the U.S. billboards. So uh, that's just a little bit about that song. But I wanted to read an amazing Billboard uh, review about this song because I just thought it was just so clever and so so funny. So Billboard wrote about the song, now that they've proven how sexy they are, Fred and friends want you to pucker up immediately. (laughs) Follow up to the act's number one smash is an equally appealing pop slash house gem that benefits from a guest vocal from club dynamo Jocelyn Brown. Infectious hook and tasty remixes by Danny Tenalagia render track a study contender for continued action on both the radio and dance floor. Also, be sure to check out the Axe debut album, Up. So, promises that this group will continue to succeed. Yeah. They didn't. Nope. <laughs> but boy. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on this show. I just love it. Like, how pumped up Billboard was about that song. Yeah. Like, I don't know. How promising were these guys? I guess maybe they were pretty promising in their time. I mean, it's an upbeat song, like, and it's, yeah. you know, makes you feel good or whatever, but like, doesn't have that, 
je ne sais quoi, as it were. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. But I, what I will say is that I do appreciate the fact that this this group, at least as far as I can tell, like they, no one else wrote these songs, yeah. at least the, the songs on this album. They, they wrote it. They did it. They were going for something unique. Mm-hmm. It really didn't sound like much else at the time. Now, granted, the 90s were saturated with this kind of dance poppy stuff. Uh But, I mean, the fact that they could write a super mega hit using the lyrics, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Yep. That, I mean, I guess you got to give respect where respect is due. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, honestly, the the longevity of that song is probably its main success as opposed to, like, the fact that it didn't even, you know, that it charted or it topped out at 46 on the charts. I I feel like if it weren't for the fact that it was a song with legs Mm -hmm. that probably we just wouldn't even know about them at this point. You know, I mean that, I mean that's most one hit wonders is, you know, they have a song that lasts for a while, but um, the specific weird niche that this song or niche or whatever that this song managed to, um, Mm -hmm. to find, you know, gave it some (laughs) Mm -hmm. legs or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That's it interesting. Kinda, it, yeah, it just makes me it makes me think about like what what was the line that people were not willing to cross back then? Like for a, a dance club mm-hmm. pop hit, like saying something like "I'm t- too sexy for my shirt." Like were people laughing at that back then? But like in yeah, a good way, right? Or were, I mean, were the majority of people like, "Ooh, this is racy," and that's why I like it? I I would suspect the former rather than yeah. the latter, where it's like <laughs> like. It's probably one of those every time it comes on, there's a bun- a specific bunch of guys, probably mm-hmm. myself included, that would be like, <laughs> and they yeah. just like put on uh, like a fake smolder or whatever and look mm-hmm. at my wife and be like, mm-hmm. well, because now it's but easy to say, kidding. like, it's easy for us to say, yeah. oh, we like this ironically, right? Because it's so silly and, yeah. and, and dumb that, like, but yeah, maybe at the time it was like, he is too sexy for his shirt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you like bald men who happen to be. <laughs> Quite ripped, which he he was. Yeah, Fred was at Some least. Some people like Baldwin. I don't know about. I don't people know like about Die Richard. Hard and Bruce Willis. Yeah, that's true. I don't know about old Dick, but <laughs> his brother, right, right, old right. Thank you, goodness. Right. Get, uh, I don't know about right, old right, old right. Now we haven't mentioned said at all. No, no, thing. he doesn't. Talk he doesn't about make right, the cut. We talked about Fred. Said short for Cedric. Cedric. Yeah. Cedric. Richard Cedric Fred just didn't Cedric, doesn't off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Richard. Hi, we're Richard Cedric Fred, <laughs> and we challenge you to say that five times fast. Oh man. Mm. So yeah, right said Fred. Let's mm. we'll table that and table come back it. to it. Mm-hmm. After we talk about uh, a little group called the Baja Men mm-hmm. that are from the Bahamas, as you would assume from um, oh yeah okay, so that I, I never assumed that because yeah. I never even thought about the fact yeah, that I mean, they that's... could be from somewhere else besides like Florida. <laughs> I just always assumed that the Baja Men were from Florida, and yep. I don't know why. Now that I'm thinking about it, I have uh, no the music video to. feels kind of Floridian. Hmm. I feel like for, for who let the, the dogs, dogs out. Yeah, um, they won a Grammy for Who Let the Dogs Out. Did they? Yeah. Wow. Which is interesting. What was uh, the Grammy? That's a good question. Hmm. I, To be honest, I haven't... Oh, wait, hang on. We'll find out here. Um, I had kind of a crazy, crazy day today, so I have not done... Oh, best dance recording oh, okay. of the two... Which makes sense. 2001 Grammy Awards. Mm-hmm. So I haven't done as much preparation as our good friend Matt has. Um, that's okay. I so, did so I'll hardly have fewer any. things to say, but that's, you know... What I it doesn't matter. I just hovered over something, and all of a sudden, um, uh, what? What's the an album? What the blue thing that you just hovered over? That was the word album. There was no. Uh, what's Silver that Bells? guy? The Ed Sheeran. Mm. Like all of a sudden, I Ed Sheeran's picture just showed up, and I'm like, where did that happen? <laughs> so Ed oh, Sheeran, there he is. He He's was... the picture for Billboard Music Award on uh, Wikipedia. That's <laughs> odd. Thought, man, I was really hoping that Ed Sheeran was one of the Baja men. <laughs> and that's where he got his start. Oh, how many, okay, if you would guess, how many albums do you think came out before the album uh, Who Let the Dogs Out by Baja men? Wait. That wasn't like, their first oh, album. Oh, oh yeah. by them. Yeah, by I thought them. you were saying like just in general. Yeah. Like how many general albums came out <laughs> before the year 2001? 20. 20. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> 20 albums. Yeah. How uh, many do you think by the Baja Men? Okay. So before, the, so was the album called Who Let the Dogs it Out? It was. Yes. Okay. So before it Who was, Let the Dogs Out, I'm going to assume this was probably not their, their first effort, their first outing. Because I mean, to write a masterclass song like that—that <laughs> that can't be on your first record. Um, 
I want to say their fourth record. Okay. It's their ninth record. Whoa. Yeah. So their first one is called No or New. I don't know. It's spelled N O O. No. <laughs> Released in 1985. No punks. You wait. No exclamation point. Just no. no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, no, and then high voltage, kick in the Bahamas, also doge farm, <laughs> or doggy farm, I don't doge. know. Junk, <laughs> junk doge. Junk canoe, uh, calic, I like what I like, dong spank with two O's, or doong spank, I don't know, and... <laughs> Two zero zero dash zero, and the first zero was the word zero, but the number two. So number two word zero, and then zero dash zero. Those are their what? albums before this one. This is like oh, like two thousand, like the year oh. two thousand. Two zero zero zero. Yeah, but Wait, it released in nineteen ninety nine. Can we go back to Dong Spank for a minute? <laughs> Oh, dog spank. Goodness, do we need the explicit tag on this one? Who knows? Um, They don't even have any singles for dong spanks. Wait, so was Who Let the Dog? That wasn't their last album. It was not. No, so they then had Who Let the Dogs Ah. Out in the year 2000, Mm -hmm. um, which went three times, triple platinum, um, which is uh, crazy. Yeah. Um, It was number five overall in the U.S. charts. It was number one in U.S. world charts. Wow. Um, Move It Like This was their next one in 2002, Holla in 2004, and then and they skipped 11 years and in 2015 ride with me ride with me so which I, does not seem to have its own wikipedia it entry. does not yeah so obviously okay. oh it was just digital download didn't oh. actually release anything here. all right well, which i don't know maybe i guess like Bandcamp or something spotify <laughs> and became all that. a Bandcamp artist <laughs> uh yeah so uh you know obviously they kind of tapered it down after uh, who let the dogs out but that one went triple platinum so it's doing all right for them yeah uh so and then the song specifically who let the dogs out okay here's something i didn't know about it and you probably do at this point but i didn't know for a long time um the song who let the dogs out is not about canines but rather is like (laughs) pretty is fairly offensive in that it's like going to the club and it's who let the unattractive women out Oh, and like allowed them to come to the club. Oh, so wow. like they should not get a lot of brownie points for that because that's real rude. Wow, <laughs> yeah. I um, did not know that. I I have since listened to the song like maybe halfway through once or whatever, and once you know, like the lyrics mm-hmm. are kind of obvious, I guess. But it's kind of mm-hmm. you know double entendre the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see if. Uh, so here's the only lyrics that I know besides the who the dogs out in the song are the very first like when when they go into the very first verse mm-hmm. and they're probably wrong but what I what I always gather when I hear the song is when the party was nice the party was bumping mm-hmm. is that what they uh, say I don't know maybe oh, okay so uh, maybe we'll listen to a little bit and yeah. then we can argue yeah let's go ahead and uh, listen to some of it and uh, we'll we'll see what happens so here here goes this who let the dogs out who let the dogs out <gasps> Something like that. When the party was something. Yeah. Okay, so everyone's at a party and they're having a time. I don't know what words he's saying. Something something about shouting. Something about girls. Something about girls. In a party. So. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's so sampled based. I mean, not like sampled from other songs, but like, you know. I mean, it still sounds like it's talking about dogs, but I mean, if there's get back scruffy, I mean, unless they're calling women scruffy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and it's possible that I'm wrong about that too, but that was, I feel like I've talked to you. I mean, it makes sense. Like, uh, uh, oh no. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, (laughs) I'm reading it now. Douglas himself admitted that the song has nothing to do with dogs and actually has a, has a feminist theme. Mm. Okay. Sure. All right. Let's keep reading. In an interview that was published on his website, he said, it's a man bashing song. I'll tell you why. The lyrics of the song say, the party was nice. The party was pumping. When I say the word party, I was being metaphorical. It really means things were going great. The yippee-io, that's everybody's happy, right? And everybody (laughs) having a ball, life was going great. 
until the men started the name calling and the girls respond to the call. So the men started using the calling the women very uh, every dirty word you could think of. The men started name calling and the girls responded to the call. And then a woman shouts out, who let the dogs out? And we start calling the men dogs. Oh, okay. So, so, well, I mean, that's that's one way you can yeah, spin I, that story. I feel like it's, yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, everybody figured out what uh-huh. it actually is. And so now we're going to say it like in a, like yep. flip it around. Because what that sounds like to me is that As, the, the, the men were all name calling the women uh-huh. and one of those names was dogs You're and right. the men just shouted out. Yeah. Because... The lyrics aren't exactly saying what he's backing right. up there. Yeah, exactly. It kind of it. Um, I was going to say something, but I plum forgot. <laughs> but yeah, it, it feels like kind of a, a taking a step back. Where it's like if somebody's like, "What? No, I was being sarcastic. Yeah. I was telling a joke," and it's like, "No, you weren't." <laughs> like hmm. if you know whatever that look the context of that. Is. Here's here's my two cents, and boy, I feel like I might get in trouble for even thinking this, but I'm going to say it. Like, Do it. If you're going to write a song like in this. With a capital T, which rhymes with P, which stands for pool. <laughs> My mom would be really proud what? of me. That's, that's, uh, well, we got trouble. Right here in River City. River City? I don't know. It's the Music Man. The Music Man. Oh my goodness, you uncultured oh, swine! I'm sorry, that's a pl- <laughs> it's the only that's song play, I know right? from. Yeah, it's a it's a musical. Okay, um, where a guy comes to a town that uh, doesn't have music. Doesn't I mean, kind of like their school doesn't have a band, or it's mm. like bad or whatever, and so they're trying to like beef it up. But he's also kind of a um, snake oil sell- salesman, kind of a dude, okay. where he's like selling them all this stuff, but he's also like kind of tricksy about it, mm. um, and he's gonna like. I can't remember. I don't know if he's like selling them bad instruments or something like that or like setting it up, but then he's going to like bounce or leave town or whatever. Um, My mom and I literally watched the movie and she was like, all right, I'm going to give you the the abridged good version, which is all the music, barely any of the acting and because the plot's like not awesome and the acting wasn't very good. It's like a whatever. So we literally just fast forwarded, got to a song, fast forward, got to a song. (laughs) So I don't really know, but it was fun. It's capital T and that's P and it rhymes with pool. pool. That's all I heard. Yes. Anyways, I might get in trouble for saying this, but look, (laughs) sorry about that. If you're going to, if you're going to write a song called who let the dogs out and it's, it's about being nasty towards women Mm -hmm. in a club and you get found out about it, you kind of have to own it. You got to own up to it, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, uh, there's been worse songs than that. Like, I mean, there's been extremely misogynist songs that we all love mm-hmm. and think nothing of. So, like, if you get found out, don't don't turn your back on that, man. Yeah. Don't try and like <laughs> church it up and be like, oh no, it's it's all about the men. Uh huh. I mean, yeah, we're seeing from the perspective of some real uh, gross people, but we don't feel that way. We yeah. just did when we wrote the song. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly a, don't feel that way yeah. anymore. It's another concept album. They're just it's writing a from a perspective, album. man. Mm-hmm. Alive. So I don't know. Um, who's really to say? Hmm. Ooh, but yeah, that's that song. In any case, uh, it charted real good. Um, a lot of places. Uh, it's although actually in the U.S. it only hit top. It hit uh, number forty. Oh wow! So that's not super super high. Hmm. But Australia number one. Um, New Zealand number one. Man, Australia and New Zealand, just like a lot of stuff hits number one. I yeah. would like to understand what's going on with all that, but I don't know. Uh, UK number two, Sweden number three, a bunch of other places, other stuff. So that was that song. Um, it was real platinum and people bought it and liked it a lot and it lasted for a while and we sure all know did. it, that's for sure. Yep. For ding dang sure. Um, but then, you know, time passed and another song in that album was singled out mm. into the open market in Abyss. You All Dat. Um, okay. Yeah. And I don't know a whole lot about this song because I haven't done as much research as you have about your stuff, but we about to find out what okay. it sounds like. So I'm here's the song. Excited. You all that. This came, I mean, same album again. Um, so it came out around the same time, uh, but it was a single in 2001 instead of 2000. So here it goes. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Oh. It's not buying you points, Baja Men. Mm. So they're a sample band. <laughs> if you want some, take some. Go and get it. Gotta show you the back of the game. Forget it. I was up with the moon. 
down with the stars. Okay, that, that I kind of like. Yeah. Was carrying on. All the girls were outside kicking sand, sipping on some Cisco. And all the sipping boys were standing Cisco. around us in a cold one. Interesting. And then, whoa, there she was. I think she's looking right at me. Hey, I know no what I'm saying. Watch me go down there and do my talk. <laughs> Dang, girl, I got something to say. Okay. I don't. Mm. Tell me what it be okay if I say. Okay, he's gonna say that she all that. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, that's a if without finishing the song, that seems really sad. All the girls started laughing at me. <laughs> nah, he probably deserves it. He called them dogs. <laughs> he probably, yeah, that's true. It is a concept. <laughs> Bringing it full circle. Man, alive. Okay, I. It is. It's a little bit hard in this thing mm-hmm. to judge the quality of of an artist or whatever based only on the two songs mm-hmm. especially for today's because the reason we pitted I'm Too Sexy and Who Let the Dogs Out against each other so like because making the whole bracket I tried to get similar kinds of things even though these aren't really the same genre and aren't at the same time period exactly because yours the right said Fred was early 90s mm-hmm. and this was 2000 mm-hmm. um, but they're both like really gimmicky songs yeah and then so the ones that we're hearing after them are the only like real songs we're hearing by the artist where it's like, all right, I'm just going to do a normal song now. <laughs> like not, you know. Right. I mean, not that I don't know if they went into I'm Too Sexy and Who Let the Dogs Out with a gimmick in mind, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of what ended up happening. Well, like, I yeah, I wouldn't call this, I wouldn't call you all that a gimmick song, right. but I would call it like a deliberately cheesy storytelling song. Yeah, right. But, I mean, that also fits in. Ooh, it is a little bit late to be doing that, though, compared to like Young MC or sure, like yeah. Will Smith and all that kind of like, because, you know, it's within kind of the reggae world or reggae slash world music or whatever, but then also definitely has hip hop mm-hmm. influences. And, you know, that's a big part of it, too. And I feel like hip hop had mostly moved past that at that point. I don't know. Maybe hmm. not. But um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I yeah, probably. I mean that that early '90s sort of like still pretty safe hip hop. I walked to the place and I got a thing. Yeah, I did some stuff and it was a thing. Yeah, but I mean that's exactly what this song is. <laughs> I rhyme thing with thing. Thing with the yeah, thing. Just just so everybody's clear that that's how you do rap. Parker is a young MC. <laughs> uh, For all you ladies and gentlemen out there, yeah. Who want a real rapper? <laughs> okay, uh, so um, yeah, my it's hard to gather some initial thoughts here because a yeah. the only thing I'm thinking of is the uh, the lion. Um, what is that song in the jungle? The lion sleeps tonight. Um, yeah, I think that's the name of it. Yeah, yeah. lion sleeps tonight. Yeah, uh, that's all I'm thinking of. I know, which automatically makes me think Lion King. If honestly, yeah. if it weren't for that, I would. I yeah, that definitely kind of flavors. Or, but I did like when they were going into like the the yeah. little the verses there mm-hmm. a little bit. I like the little guitar sample they had going on, and and I don't know, it's kind of a fun little smooth. Yeah, the gang vocals is a bit cheesy, but like yeah. again, it's kind of a storytelling song, yeah. so it's not. It too also bad. comes with the territory of right everything that this song is and uh-huh. this album is, and the fact that I mean, it's a group of. It looks like I think. Maybe just three. How many Baja men were there? That's exactly what I'm looking to find out. Um, well, wow. over time, Holy there moly. had been many Baja men. But, um, A lot of past members. Uh, it looks like four-ish. Mm-hmm. Somewhere between three and four. Um, but Yeah, that makes sense. Here, we can... Let me, let me find out. I wonder sure. why there were so many uh, like past ones. Whoa. Hmm. List of music videos considered the worst. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Um, it's a pretty cheesy music video, I guess. But All I remember is that there's dogs in it. Yeah, that's all I remember, too. dogs. So, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't tell exactly how many people were in here. Hmm. Um, I should have tried to find that out beforehand, but it's not in a super convenient location to have let me Well, you know. had Ice Cube. You had Snoop Dogg. You had Eazy-E. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they and were again, the Bahamas. Will Smith. And Will Smith, yeah. 
<laughs> and I think uh, P Diddy was yeah. the producer. Oh, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. there. I think uh, Ice Cube, Ice mm-hmm. Tea, Ice Cube, Ice Tea, Vanilla uh, Ice, Ice Sculpture, Ice Sculpture, <laughs> Ice Cream. The, yeah, uh, just of course. The food ice the cream food was ice one cream. of the Baja man. <laughs> one of the instead of one of the guitar solos, they replaced it with just a dude eating ice cream. <laughs> just a scooping noise. Yep. Oh man, my a tangent. Uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> there's an episode where Ice T helps them out with. <laughs> I know thing. what you're talking about. Yeah, and he tells the story of like how actually he's this like otherworldly being that uh, I, I used to be named Water T, but then I rebelled against my people because or whatever blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and so then they turned me into Ice T, and so he's and then he like finally goes back to his people, and he's like. <laughs> The letter T. It's the um, the Alpha Numericons, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just the letter T made of ice. <laughs> so silly. Is that, the, is that the Schwifty episode? It's 100% the Get Schwifty episode. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> so all that, never mind. Um, it's it's fun. If you watch Rick and Morty, then you'll enjoy that that was referenced. If you don't, mm-hmm. um, then probably you're then not. you should probably watch Full House. <laughs> yeah. Instead. So it's a good show. I don't know. Uh, honestly, I don't know if I have any more thoughts specifically on Bahaman no. and all that stuff. Like, I want mm-hmm. to have more thoughts on it, but the Lion Sleeps Tonight thing really just... It's kind of bugged. Like, I don't know. It, like, it, it, yeah. It's not annoying. It's just like... I, I don't know. It's if not allowing me to that, have real thoughts. Yeah. Somehow. It's, it's a barrier between yes. between what, what should be that song yep. and, and what I want to say about it. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it's uh, I guess it's voting time. Yeah. Heck, we've been sitting here nearly yeah. an hour talking about these two songs. Honestly, um, this one's a lot harder to me mm. than some of the other ones, mostly because the other ones had clear-cut winners, mm-hmm. and then the losers were also, therefore also pretty clear-cut. We're like, yeah. Aha is like, no, that's just that's a good band. And Vanilla mm-hmm. Ice and Young MC, like, Young MC's cheesy, Vanilla Ice is just... Just, just bad not good like yeah. that song at least especially i love mm-hmm. you was not <laughs> a good song yeah. so that was like easy this mm-hmm. one so if we were going off I, yeah if we were going off the hit right yep. said fred gets my vote mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. i don't like the song who let the dog yeah it's just it's it's nothing you mean me. right it gets your vote it gets, for, for the better song better sorry. song yeah so like which I means would it would fall off the bracket in yeah. a good way yeah in this in this case i don't know i i i mean to be completely honest, I've already forgotten the Right Said Fred song. <laughs> like I, I don't really remember. I, I listened to it earlier today, yeah. but then like I listened to it just now, and mm-hmm. all I remember is that there's a acoustic guitar in the beginning, and it kind of sounded the exact same as "I'm Too Sexy" and right. something about like tongue. But that's that's it. <laughs> and then this Bahamian one, I again have already forgotten everything about it except the lion sleeps tonight. Mm-hmm. And boy, that's just kind of. Not sitting well with me, but I'm gonna vote the worst of the two songs for that reason is the Bahamian. Mm. So that they they would be the ones sticking in the bracket. Yeah. Yes. I, I I'm just thinking through all of it and stuff. Um, honestly, I think that's what I would have said as well. Until you said it, and then mm. no, I'm not that controversial or anything. Uh, mm. No, I I think I'm right there with you. I well, if you vote the other one, then we have to let Chad be the tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, I vote the other one. What do you think, Chad? Ah, uh, you've won me over. Never mind. Ah, <laughs> so you, oh, you sport. Um, I, so you I goose. think I think you're right. Like for mm. me, the second right side Fred song is like I don't know. Um, it's just. It's just a song. It's not a good song, but it's just a regular a old song, song kind yeah. of. Um, There's probably more work put into make. Well, that's not fair to say because sampling songs does take a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, you gotta clear all the rights, and mm-hmm. I mean that takes that's a whole nightmare. And I think okay, here's the thing. So again, we're thinking in context of which one deserves to be a one hit wonder, and I mm-hmm. think. Like it would make sense and be plenty fine for more right side Fred songs to be popular, mm-hmm. even if they're not great. They're just like it's just a regular old pop song. So yeah. I feel like that it's you know um, 
besides the fact that I'm too sexy is kind of gimmicky or whatever, their other songs probably are just like it's not great, but it's just it's just a song, you know. It's, uh, it's there's there. plenty of pop songs that I don't think are good anyway. Yeah. As opposed to the Baja Men one, where it's like I I don't even think you know who let the dogs out is silly and funny and stuff, but. I feel like they deserve to be the niche band that they were in yeah. in a lot of other ways yeah. where, um, yeah, you all that is just like, all right, that's not mm. that that has no right being a hit in any way, you know? Yeah. Like, I, cause there's nothing, a, there's no hook that's original, right? You're just using the, we didn't get to him saying you all that yet in the song. We are, we were a minute yeah. and 19 seconds into that song and he hadn't said you, you all that like, that's just, mm. I mean that's fine. That doesn't mean it's a bad song, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like it just means it it would not be and could not be a hit. I feel like you know, yeah, it's bad songwriting like for that kind of a thing. When you're, you know, um, when you're trying to write a hit and the title is not in the song uh-huh. pretty clearly, yeah, you've 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 hurt your chances. Mm-hmm. But mm, I just yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe that's just it. Maybe I just can't get past the the sample there at the <laughs> beginning and everything yeah. else is fine about it. Again, I've already forgotten pretty much everything but then but then like the, the other in part of life just thinking, in general ever I've forgotten, forgotten everything. everything what is the maths 12 12 uh two zero zero dash zero zeros <laughs> now that's that's the album that i want to get into that's the Wait, one was that a song or an album that was I don't an know. album yeah you're matter. good <laughs> but i yeah i mean i'll say yeah the baja men was the worst of the two just because like yeah, there's there's nothing about that that screams hit. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine your average listener just being like, "Yeah, that's I could I could see that. Play mm-hmm. play some more of that on the radio." Like, yep. I don't I don't want to hear that song again. <laughs> I might want to hear the Right Said Fred song again. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, probably not. But I think I I would want to hear that it's, one a little more than this. It would be reasonable background music, I think, if nothing else. Like, if it was playing sure. at a coffee shop, kind of quietly in the background, it's like, eh, here's a song, whatever. Yeah. You know. Although I might, if this was playing in the background in a coffee shop, I might look up and be like, did he say let tongue slip or something like that? Because <laughs> again, that's, that's all I remember. Yeah, that's true. I forget about lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as that goes, it'd be pretty inoffensive. But like, yeah, music-wise, this mm-hmm. one I would be more upset about because I'd be like, "All right, Lion yeah. Sleeps." Oh, no, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that. Yep. And that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's therein lies hip hop's greatest downfall, is <laughs> you think it's going to be one song and Man. it turns out to be a different one. Yeah, like uh, when oh, what's his name, Jason Derulo covered or had the. Um, what you say from Imogen Heap's Hide and Seek. And you're like, oh, Hide and Seek, Imogen Heap. Nope, no, it's not. (laughs) It's not that one. It's disappointing. Well, you know what then? Mm -hmm. Bahaman, one hit, no No wonder. wonder. Everybody at home should be saying that too. If you didn't, uh, here's another chance. One hit, no wonder. You do it along with that. You missed it again. (laughs) Guys, get on it. It feels like a Door of the Explorer kind of thing. Mm Okay, side note on that, um, because tangents are just fun and whatever. Uh, Cosines are where it's at. (laughs) Nice. See, I told you I knew my math. You sure did. Um, I was hanging out with my wife and her nanny kids for a little bit this afternoon. And as we were driving, we were in uh, their family's car that has a DVD player or whatever. And so they were watching something. And it you know, had a show part where they were like, say blah, blah, blah with me blah 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 mm-hmm. and one of their daughters actually did it and it was just so cute because i feel like most of the time i'm around kids that that kind of thing happens they're just like duh just like watching the screen <laughs> yeah. like colors it's not gonna happen unless you say mm-hmm. eat the dinner and the kids sitting there like, like six second pause it's gonna happen they're gonna eat it anyway <laughs> <laughs> and that's where kids first learn that the world lies to them yeah <laughs> That they are not responsible for well, anything, responsible good or bad. Things happen with or without them. Now, see, that's that's a technology I would invest in. Is a children's TV mm. show that really does rely on the kids saying yep. the thing. Mm. Otherwise, the TV show just ends. Yep, it's like a sort of like a banner snatch situation. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. Banner snatch. Yeah, hmm. uh, that was. I hope. I hope there's more of those. It feels like it was a decent yeah. start. It was a it was a good attempt. Like I I, I went back again and watched it with my wife. My the other wife. Night. And um, <laughs> it was uh, yeah. It's it's kind of like it was a cool attempt at something. Mm-hmm. The execution left a lot to be desired yeah. in my opinion. But I would like to see, like I keep saying I want to 
I want to do that with like a comedy mm. and see like all the different funny things yep. I can make happen. Honestly, know? I feel like it might be better industry wise that it wasn't like flawless and mm-hmm. masterpiece or whatever, because that means there's probably even that many more creative people yep. that are seeing the flaws in it and like, I can do that, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, as opposed to if it was just so amazing, it'd be like, wow, untouchable, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then yeah. they might never even and try. No one ever tries it again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm hopeful. But, but anyways, yeah, I think that uh, that wraps up the episode three of One Hit. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder. No wonder. Um, see but yeah, you don't forget. It. Don't forget, everybody, to uh, I don't know. Write us in if you feel like you mm-hmm. disagree, um, or if you just do disagree, whether you feel like it or not. Then let us know <laughs> and send us an email or uh, whatever. Uh, JoyceEclectic Gmail dot com, and we've got like Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that that we uh, seldom use, but sometimes use. And Matt's the one that does if it happens. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. But yeah, right. reach out and let us know what you think about this stuff or anything else. Uh, if you have any suggested topics, that's always fun because mm-hmm. we come up with the ones we come up with, but we don't always think of other ones and we'd be happy to talk about other stuff too so yeah reach out to us joyseclectic.gmail.com or at joyseclectic everywhere else and tell us two things that even your brother and sister or parents don't know Ooh. about you Ooh. no i don't really do that just tell us what your favorite no, really song was that. last year <laughs> what was your favorite song last year I don't know. Hmm. Ooh, I know what my favorite song was last year. Mm-mm. The same one that it was in 2005. <laughs> you loser! All right, that's it. <laughs> Bye, everybody! Bye. Bye.